Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, my loves, welcome. It is Bowerley on News Radio 930 WBEN, 10 minutes after 5. And, of course, uh, tomorrow, the uh, 11th day of November, Veterans Day, uh, this weekend. Actually, have a pretty busy weekend in store. I don't know about you, but uh, isn't, it, isn't it funny? Well, funny might not be the right word, but how slow sometimes the work week goes and then how weekends just kind of buzz by. But uh, Sunday I get to take my ex-wife, my daughter, my son, my grandson uh, out for a, uh, I guess we'll call it a Sunday brunch to commemorate uh, some birthdays that unfortunately went uncommemorated because of uh, an illness which swept through uh, their house. So they're all better now. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. It's, uh, it's always a great deal of fun getting together with uh, my ex-wife, my kids, the grandson. Um, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a good time. And I guess it's supposed to be, uh, a good time. So I'm looking forward to that, uh, very, very much. I just got to figure out how to convince my ex-wife to pay for her own birthday, uh, lunch, but that probably would be in very bad taste. Anyway, uh, hey, she takes good care of me. Let me tell you something. When, uh, when there's things going on here and I can't get out of the house, my ex-wife will I could call her at two in the morning and she will run over to the house here with uh, ginger ale and uh, everything else that uh, I might need to get me through the night. So seems to me a birthday lunch once a year ain't going to kill me. Uh, but anyway, it's uh, 11 minutes after five at News Radio 930 WBEN. I promise. Well, do I? OK, I'm going to cross my fingers behind my back I'm going to kind of promise that next week I do want to get into the show about recycling your plastic bottles and whether increasing the deposit to 10 cents instead of 5 cents is going to make anything uh, like a difference and I I just for the record um, (laughs) every single time I go to the bottle return place I, I won't tell you which one, but it's right down the street from Charlie the Butcher. Uh, but every time I go there, I feel like, wow, am I the biggest idiot in the world? I I don't enjoy carrying these bags all over the place. I don't enjoy emptying them out on the counter. And no matter how much you want to wash them out and get them clean, there's always like that one little drop at the bottom that it's a persistent little drop. I'll tell you that much. But uh, I want to talk about that and the whole recycling um, I, I kind of think recycling is, is kind of bogus, to be honest with you. Um, but that's 
we'll get into that a uh, little bit next week. But I uh, have offered you today a buffet. You have sampled from the buffet, and hopefully this part of the buffet will be as good as the other parts of the uh, who are veterans of our armed forces. And, of course, um, sometimes people who served in uh, World War II in the Merchant Marine are overlooked uh, when we think about people who contributed to the uh, American war effort. I mean, we lost thousands, thousands of seamen on the high seas to German U-boats during... I know it might sound hard to believe now, but way back when in the Second World War, because of the uh, mutual enemy that uh, humanity had in uh, Adolf Hitler, uh, we helped out another enemy of humanity, Joseph Stalin, uh, and his Soviet Union. Uh, And make no mistake about it, Joseph Stalin was a mass murderer of absolutely evil proportions, and I only hope that he is being tickled every day by the flames of hell uh, and righteous vengeance of all of his victims. He was a, he was a, uh, a totally sociopathic scumbag. And the more you read about Joseph Stalin, the more there is to hate about Joseph Stalin. And I might add, by the way, and this also might seem hard to believe because Stalin unleashed what is known as the Great Terror. Joseph Stalin was so incredibly paranoid of people around him that he thought nothing of wasting his top military people if they failed to perform up to expectations, even if the problem wasn't with the CO, the problem was with the logistics and the supply chain. But anyway, it might be hard to believe now, but back during the Second World War, uh, the United States and the other allies sent uh, shipload after shipload after shipload of supplies to the uh, Soviet Union, the ports of uh, Murmansk and uh, Archangel, I believe. Um, and those routes for our merchant marine guys in the Second World War were just fraught with hazards. First of all, if you got hit by a torpedo in that kind of weather, you were going to die of hypothermia. I don't know how many people were actually rescued from shipwrecks uh, during the convoys of the Second World War in that part of the world, that theater of operation, but uh, your chances for survival were very, very slim uh, indeed. Um, And there was another thing, too, and I I mentioned this before on the air, but obviously if if you're a boater, you already know this, but uh, it's very important that you have proper buoyancy and you have a proper uh, balance uh, of the boat, and you you can't be top-heavy. And uh, it's it's so incredible to watch some of the old uh, footage from the Second World War Um, of some of these cargo vessels, and sometimes they had military escorts, but a lot of times they didn't. But these these cargo vessels, which were enormous ships for their time, um, were sailing through water that was so cold and winds that would whip that water on deck and into the uh, superstructure parts of the vessels that the ships sometimes would actually turn turtle 
they would flop right over because their entire center of gravity was affected by the weight of the ice which had accumulated on the various uh, parts of the uh, of the ship and they literally I mean you want to talk about your job sucking can you imagine being outside in what basically would amount to minus 50 degrees at least wind uh, at least as far as wind chill is concerned and your job was to hack away axe away, saw away, knock away every bit of ice you possibly could reach because knocking off that ice could be the difference between life and death. And we're not even talking about the Nazi U-boats, the, uh, the, the submarines. We're talking about the weather. And these poor guys had to go out there and, again, if they didn't do it, they were going to die because the ship was going to just flop right over. But they literally had to hack feet and feet and feet of ice away. And it's one of the stories of the Second World War that, uh, you know, it's not like we're talking about the Battle of the Bulge. It's not like we're talking about Normandy, uh, D-Day, uh, or even the invasion of Poland or the liberation of the various countries which were under the uh, Nazi boot heel. Um, talking about Mother Nature and the elements. And as we uh, think about uh, Veterans Day, let us not forget the sacrifices of the Merchant Marine who did incredible work in the Second World War. And it took a while, uh, and I don't mean to get off on a tangent here, but it, it took a while um, for the Allies to develop a system which effectively defeated the bulk of the U-boat threat by the end of the Second World War. The uh, German uh, submarine crews had two periods which were the glory days of the uh, undersea boats, the submarines. One was at the beginning of the Second World War because there was a gap in the Atlantic Ocean where these vessels, uh, even in convoys, were essentially alone because at that point, the aircraft simply did not have the fuel capability which would allow them to take off and provide nonstop, uh, round-the-clock air cover to the vessels which were transporting uh, crews, obviously, and uh, materiel for the war. And the second glory days, if you will, of uh, the German uh, submarines in the Second World War uh, was right after the United States entered the war, after Hitler declared war on the United States. Uh, the German submarines had a field day picking off ships right off of our shores. Uh, they would pick them off coming out of the Gulf. They would pick them off coming out of Boston, Philadelphia, New York. And you might remember there's a very famous saying, um, and it had so much validity to it that loose lips sink ships. And if you went around and you started talking about, yeah, we've got a vessel departing Tuesday and it's filled with such and such and such and such, uh, you're basically putting the risk, uh, putting at risk the lives of everybody on that vessel. Loose lips did sink ships. And it didn't help, by the way, that at one point early in the war, the uh, German intelligence apparatus had uh, placed people on the docks, in particular in New York City. And an interesting story, as we look at Veterans Day, an interesting story about the Second World War is, believe it or not, our Office of Naval Intelligence 
actually recruited Lucky Luciano and Meyer Lansky into the war effort because they knew that the mob in New York City controlled uh, the waterfront. They controlled the unions. They controlled the docks. They controlled the machinery. They controlled everything. Uh, I mean, think about the the big fish market in New York City. That was uh, basically a mob operation. But what they did, Office of Naval Intelligence, uh, they reached out to Meyer Lansky, and Meyer Lansky's good friend was Charlie Lucky Luciano, who was doing a ridiculous stretch in prison uh, on some, I think, prostitution and drug raps, and he was never going to see the light of day again. But Luciano uh, cooperated with the American government, and his people basically, um, let's just say, may have acted in ways that we would today consider to be very extra-legal, and uh, they were known to track down suspected or known German saboteurs and sometimes the German saboteurs, they were just never seen again. Nobody heard hide nor hair of them, and nobody really cared because they were working for uh, for the enemy. But uh, Luciano actually got out of prison a long time before he was supposed to because of his service to the United States during the Second World War. They didn't teach you that in high school, did they? No, they did not. But that's actual historical fact. The United States of America cooperated with the mob and vice versa in the Second World War to help win the war by controlling the docks and controlling the saboteurs at work in the docks of the East Coast, particularly uh, New York City. Uh, again, one of those untold stories of World War II. Remember, it's, it's only been the past few years where we have a much better understanding of what was actually taking place at Bletchley Park in the UK, which is where the code breakers uh, like Alan Turing were at work trying to crack the German Enigma machine. And uh, he was a brilliant mathematician. And when you look at your cell phone right now, provided you're not driving, uh, that cell phone is a mini computer. And that mini computer was made possible in large part by the work done at Bletchley Park, in particular by Alan Turing, who later on would be arrested and have his life entirely destroyed for the great crime of being a homosexual. Yeah. Veterans Day, the 11th of November, is coming up tomorrow. And as we uh, head into the 530 News on News Radio 930 WBEN, I would love to hear from those of you who have served in the armed forces of the United States. Did you voluntarily join, like uh, Rambo Jim? from North Tonawanda. He was a uh, volunteer, as I recall, into our armed forces. Uh, you may have been drafted. Uh, when you think back on your military days, good memories, bad memories, you know, we just remember too, and I don't mean to keep walking down memory lane, but those of us who are old enough to remember the Vietnam era, being a soldier or being a veteran back in the late 60s and early 70s, was about as popular as saying, hey, I have gonorrhea. Uh, there was such hatred for people who served the armed forces of the United States. You'd come back home, you'd be called baby killer, people would spit on you if you were in uniform. 
and it was a one of the most detestable chapters in American history. The World War II guys, they got parades. They got kisses in the streets, memorialized uh, in many iconic photographs. The men who served in Vietnam were treated like crap. And not only in the airports by people who were against the war, but also by the government, which for many years... Uh, refused to admit that, hey, you know what, that Agent Orange stuff, not only did it defoliate, it also contributed to uh, the deaths of many Americans following their service. Uh, and I know today the the burn pit issue, David Bellavia has brought up quite a bit, and uh, it's highly relevant to the discussion. But I, I want to talk to those of you who served. And, and if you didn't serve, do you sometimes feel guilty that you didn't serve? Do you feel like you missed out? Uh, I want to hear from veterans coming up on WBEN. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone and 1-800-616-WBEN. It is Bowerleaf, my friends, at Transit Town Kia and transittownkia.com. First of all, I will tell you that I've had the pleasure of driving four or five different Kias over the summertime. Started off with the Sportage, then the Sorento Hybrid, and then uh, it was a four-door sedan, which blew me away, Uh, and then the ginormous Kia, um, which is so big, it's called Telluride. Even the name is long. And I'm not a big vehicle kind of guy. I want to tell you that Telluride blew me away. All of the Kia products have blown me away. And if you're tired of the same old typical car dealer experience, may I strongly suggest Transit Town Kia in the South Towns, Transit Road in West Seneca for something completely different, a premium buying experience. You're not a number. Oh, Transit Town Kia, look, that dealership has been around for a long time. Okay, but they are small enough still to know who you are. You're not just a number at Transit Town Kia where they don't sell you a car. They help you buy the car you really want. And before you even go there, you can go to transittownkia.com, find the new Kia you want, click on the show payment options and adjust the payment to your liking. Select lease or finance options, adjust the term, the down payment, any discounts and get the payment where you want it. Transit Town Kia will have it when you come in. The GM is Kyle Tolbert. He's a great guy. The entire crew at Transit Town Kia, really nice people. And it isn't a typical dealership experience. They treat you with respect and they work with you to make sure you get exactly what you want. Transit Town Kia in the South Towns, Transit Road, West Seneca. Please tell them Bowerly sent you. We're a minute away from news, and then I'm going to talk to veterans as we honor and commemorate veterans of our armed forces on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fighting soldiers from the sky. Fearless men who jump and die. Bowerly, tomorrow is the official Veterans Day holiday where we commemorate and honor everybody who served in our armed forces. Memorial Day, that is for those who did not come home. Uh, Maybe those who never even made it overseas. Uh, Those who've died while in service to the United States. That's Memorial Day. Veterans Day is for all veterans. Uh, of every branch of the armed forces. Uh, talking with you, I want to hear from veterans about what got you into the military. Was it a draft? Did you volunteer? Uh, what did you learn? Was it a worthwhile experience, or did you come away from it feeling eh, uh, as though you got a raw deal? Uh, and, hey, there are a lot of people who served who believe that they got a raw deal, it was sometimes decades after they served. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And I just want to say a personal thank you to everybody who served. I did not, uh, frankly, it held no interest for me when I was of age. And as I've gotten older, <laughs> I believe if we ever bring back the draft, I think we should start with people my age first. We got to be able to do so to serve the country and to help the country We might not be able to do 20 miles with full pack, but there are some things we've learned along the way that might be of help. Uh, Here is Marty in Chictawaga. You're on WBEN. Hello. Hello, Tom. Marty from the Progressive Street Gang. Hey, first of all, thank you to all veterans, past, present, and future. I lost my dad in 72, not in the military, but so he was in Korea, like your dad, so... I, I never got to hear any adult stories. So, but what I'm saying right now, there are two beautiful songs on YouTube. Martin Offler from Dire Straits has a beautiful rendition of Brothers in Arms. You YouTube it, it comes up. He might have been in England in like 2000 or whatever, but it's a beautiful song, and I listen to it every Veterans Day, quiet, all by myself, and it's like excellent. And then, I'm sure uh, Tanner Saunders is already on that. What was the other one? Secondly, it's an old blues mojo guy. It was either Larry Gardner or Larry Garner, but Broken Soldier. No one probably heard the song before. It's about PSTD of a Vietnam veteran. So I hope get this out there. And anyone who wants to listen to this song, it's the most beautiful song ever. And when you YouTube it, it comes up with the album cover, and the picture explains it all. So Larry Gardner, Broken Soldier, and Mark Knopfler's Brothers in Arms Live, number the two most beautiful songs ever that's just fit for Veterans Day. But you never so had a chance to talk to your dad. You, you didn't really have a chance to talk to your dad about uh, his experiences in Korea? Just not adult stuff. He was shot in the knee. Hmm. He didn't have a purple heart, but 
I had the G.I. Joes, and uh, we watched Walter Cronkite on the evening news. And I used to go in our little cellar on Progressive Street, cut little circles. You know, I cut pieces of glass, and I had a BB gun. So I was so, like, nervous and scared when I was, like, 10 and 11 years old that I would cut little pieces of glass, and I would shoot them with my BB gun. It's like the practice shooting again. So I lost my dad when he was 12, and but these are the, these two songs are beautiful, man. All right, well, we'll have, so uh, Tanner, I... uh, right, we'll have Tanner look them up. Uh, thank you very much. I, I appreciate the call. I don't know that uh, G.I. Joe dolls appreciate it being used uh, in that fashion, but uh, it, it interesting story. Uh, Tanner, did you find the Mark Knopfler song, Brothers in Arms? Did you track down the live version of that? He's missed calling mountains. Home now for me. But my home is the lowlands. And always will be. I have to go back and listen to that uh, when we have some more time. Mark Knopfler, Brothers in Arms, is uh, the song with uh, some pretty bluesy uh, riffs in there, of course. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. I want to hear from veterans. I think you know what the questions are. Let's go to Tom in uh, Tonawanda. Tom, thank you. You're on WBEN. Welcome. Tom, you're on WBEN. Hello. Uh, Tanner, I have no idea what's going on with Tom. If you can uh, t- put him off the air and just see uh, what's happening. Hopefully he's uh, okay. Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Veterans Day is uh, tomorrow, the uh, official Veterans Day where we commemorate the service of all veterans, uh, anybody who's ever served in the armed forces of the United States. And was that you? And uh, don't be shy. If you volunteered for the armed forces, uh, would love to hear your story. I would love to hear from people who were drafted. And at first you thought it was the worst day of your entire life receiving the draft notice. And for whatever reason, you ended up making a career out of the military. Uh, Obviously, with millions of people having served, I'm sure that's happened on more than one occasion. And uh, actually... It's interesting because uh, in in high school, there are two guys I knew who were bound and determined to become United States Marines, and that's exactly what they did right after high school. Both of them did a hitch in the United States Marines, and interestingly, two guys that I knew who had backyards that adjoined each other, each of those guys became became the uh, commanders of submarines, and... I just I always found that remarkable how I don't think they were friends growing up, even though they had adjoining backyards, but both of them ended up following the same career path. And then another guy with whom I went to school, he also became a commander of a submarine. So I'm not sure what it was about the neighborhood uh, or the high school, but we had a lot of uh, submarine guys uh, who had very long and successful careers in our Navy. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, try this again. Tom in Tonawanda, you are on. Hello. Yes, Mr. Marley. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, I graduated out of high school and 
there was no college for us. We were a poor family on the east side, so I joined the army, and it was it was it was a great experience. I spent one tour in Vietnam, and uh, it's nothing but the friendships that that you made and all that stuff. And all these people who call those baby killers and all that stuff, they don't understand what collateral damage is. I can assure you, by no means did we kill babies. And once you explain to them what collateral damage is and, and that stuff, they get a better perspective. It's only recently now that I started talking to my wife and my children and my grandchildren about what Grandpa did. But uh, it's... Uh, People people more more about fantasy football than they do about the Korean and Vietnam War, which is a sad, sad thing. Uh, absolutely, yeah. I, I would imagine that's going to be frustrating for a lot of, uh, of of veterans. But you know, like like any other group of people, Tom, veterans come in all shapes, uh, with all different ways of thinking. Um, and it's it's like a cross section of 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 America, and there are some veterans, men and women I know, who enjoy talking about it. They enjoy regaling us with tales of their service. And frankly, there are other people who, frankly, the less you talk about it, the better off it is. They and it's it has nothing to do with trauma or reliving horrible things. It's just the fact that. In their view, it was a part of their lives which uh, is gone, and it, it obviously was a big deal for them back then. But now they they just as soon move on from even thinking about it. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you as somebody who served who probably has a lot of those friends that you made uh, during your service? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, they're great. They're, they're people that you can count on, Tom. You know, when you have to put your life online to a guy next to you that you barely know that's and ask him to do the same for you that's awesome that's really awesome but when we were leaving the psychologist told us and all that stuff just try to let it go move on move forward you've done your duty and that's it and it's you know sometimes it's hard you know sometimes you know i don't know i i just don't think people get up real good grasp on this until they talk to us instead of judge us. You know, after September 11, 2001, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but to to me, there was a a tectonic change in the way Americans viewed our military and those who served in it. we, we went through a period in this country, late 60s and early 70s, where being a veteran was almost like a badge of dishonor. And people coming back from Vietnam um, had to go through absolute hell. Uh, one minute you're in the jungle, and 24 hours later you're touching down in San Francisco or San Diego or wherever and running a gauntlet of... Uh, uh, people who clearly had no clue what was going on. But after the terror attacks of 2001, it's almost as though blinders were taken off of the eyes of a lot of people, and they realized, hey, you know what? There really is a reason why we need a military, because there really are bad actors in the world who want to kill Americans, and these men and women serving us in the armed forces 
they are in their way. They are our protection. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was always taught by my father, you have to put something in a pot to get out of it, to get something out of it. And joining the service was my contribution to this country, who has served me well. I'm in my 70s now, and, you know, I would do it again. I would do it again. It's just because I love this country. Uh, when all is said and done, do you believe that uh, you got a good deal or a raw deal from the military? Are you a, a, a happy veteran, or are you somebody who says, you know what, this was not right? I'm a happy veteran, no. Although they found out I'm going to be tested for Agent Orange now in my 70s, mm. it's probably a little bit too late. But uh, no, I have I have no regrets. I do it right again. Well, see, I I detest uh, any government that lies to the people who put their lives on the line to protect that government and the uh, misleading information for many years that was put out by our government regarding Agent Orange and other defoliants, uh, to me that is uh, detestable, uh, absolutely detestable. When you've got people who put their lives on the line, you owe them the honesty uh, to address whatever medical condition they happen to experience later on in life. Well, it's it's funny because... An outside practitioner, my doctor, he noticed kid stuff going kidneys and this stuff. He says, you know, you should maybe try the VA and get tested. Uh, you have something here that is, you know, you're starting to relapse and get all these all these things. And so I'm going to be tested, and we'll see what we'll see what it is. Well, I, uh, I, I hope it's, it's too I hope. late. I'm in my seventies. Well, I mean, it's never where there's life, there's hope, and uh, hopefully it's not too late, uh, Tom. I thank you uh, very much for the uh, call. I appreciate it uh, very much. Uh, yeah, and uh, one of the callers earlier brought it up, but, uh, you know, my dad, he served in Korea, and I this is not going to be any more popular when I say it now than the first time I ever said it, but um, my dad did not like the Army. He detested his time in the army he he was drafted he put in his two years they kept recommending him for promotion after promotion and he kept turning down the promotions he just said look i'm here to do my duty i'm here to put my time in and after that i'm going to go home and i'm going to raise my family one minute he was getting married and the next minute uh he was uh, serving so he didn't needless to say my parents never really even had a chance for a honeymoon unless you consider fort smith arkansas to be the honeymoon capital uh, of the world but uh, I'd like to spend more time on this but unfortunately uh, I'm uh, I'm plumb out of it I do wish you um, a well a Memorial Day of reflection and I hope that uh, tomorrow all of us spend at least a few minutes pondering where we would be today without the men and women who have served in our military of the United States of America. We'd be in a world of hurt. And uh, to those of you who may be going through the uh, post-traumatic situation, um, I hope that you will reach out and you will get help that is available to you because there is nothing weak about needing help. And I look, one of my pet peeves here is people 
corporate America, government America, they talk a real good game about, oh, we're listening to you. We care about your mental health. But then when push comes to shove, suddenly you find yourself labeled. You know you're not crazy. You know you've got some issues, though, that need to be worked out. And you should never, ever feel ashamed at needing a little bit of assistance and guidance with things that are a little bit beyond you. There's no shame in that whatsoever. And I wish that we would just reemphasize that over and over and over again. Uh, because physical health and mental health of our veterans, uh, to me, it's a very, very important issue to be taken seriously and personally. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.